0: your soul, I want to welcome you to Living Life. You know, one of the joys of parenting is seeing your children grow and develop. And one of the things that our children got involved in that I never got involved in when I was a kid was musical theater. And I was just amazed at how my kids could learn all the various songs that they needed to learn. I mean, they were involved in 20 different musicals and they were involved in things like Annie, what a wonderful musical, Guys and Dolls, Les Miserables, and even Cats, and Cats was an interesting one, great music, great dancing, but really the whole point of it was that a cat is not a dog. Well, the reason why I'm sharing this is because Moses is going to write a song and he's going to teach it to the people. Now the actual song is gonna be in the next chapter in Deuteronomy, but they were gonna learn, the people of Israel were gonna learn this song. And really what the theme is, is that they are not God. God is God and they need to really trust him. Well, just like with my kids today, Years later, after being in those musicals, I still find them singing those songs. And it's just such a joy to know that it still brings joy to their life. And they remember the music. They remember the lyrics. And that's why Moses wants to teach these people to sing this song so that they will remember it. Well, let's keep that in mind now as we have God's word read for us at this time.
1: Deuteronomy chapter 31 verses 19 through 29. Now write down this song and teach it to the Israelites, and have them sing it, so that it may be a witness for me against them. When I have brought them into the land flowing with milk and honey, the land I promised on oath to their ancestors, and when they eat their fill and thrive, they will turn to other gods and worship them, rejecting me and breaking my covenant. And when many disasters and calamities come on them, this song will testify against them, because it will not be forgotten by their descendants. I know what they are disposed to do, even before I bring them into the land I promised them on oath. So Moses wrote down this song that day and taught it to the Israelites. The Lord gave this command to Joshua son of Nun be strong and courageous for you will bring the Israelites into the land I promised them on oath and I myself will be with you. After Moses finished writing in a book the words of this law from beginning to end he gave this command to the Levites who carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord. Take this book of the law and place it beside the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God There it will remain as a witness against you. For I know how rebellious and stiff-necked you are. If you have been rebellious against the Lord while I am still alive and with you, how much more will you rebel after I die? Assemble before me all the elders of your tribes and all your officials so that I can speak these words in their hearing and call the heavens and the earth to testify against them. For I know that after my death you are sure to become utterly corrupt and to turn from the way I have commanded you. In days to come disaster will fall on you because you will do evil in the sight of the Lord and arouse his anger by what your hands have made.
0: So God is going to bring the people into this very fertile land. Our scripture says that it's a land flowing with milk and honey. But what's interesting and actually troubling is like in verse 20, God says, when they eat their fill and thrive, they will turn to other gods. Well, how sad is that? I mean, we actually then see such depravity in the human heart. In fact, that's what God says in verse 21. He says, I know what they are disposed to do. God knew that his people, like all people, were bent toward sin. And we're inclined to turn our backs on him and not welcome the good news it reminds me of a line in a song that a hymn that i like it's from come thou found and it says prone to wander lord i feel it prone to leave the god i love oh that is just a sad reality when we see our depravity. And there are some that want to talk about total depravity. And whether we want to use the word total or not, we might say this, we can believe that we have enough depravity, and we really don't welcome God's good news unless God just comes to us with his amazing grace. But we want to become the kinds of people By his grace where we can then be obedient and that we can follow the Lord and that if we are to sin we would be like fish on dry land we'll just be like out of place we're not gonna feel right oh don't you want to get to that place in your life when you can just routinely and naturally do what Jesus intends for us to do well in our text in verse 23 we see that God now speaks directly to Joshua and he says those famous words that we hear over and over be strong and courageous and of course he doesn't be strong and courageous knowing that he's got all of these gifts and talents and abilities it's no he's trusting in the Lord and trusting that the Lord would be with him as he moves about and leads the people of Israel. And then in verse 24, we read that Moses finished writing in a book, the words of this law. And we can consider like that meaning the book of Deuteronomy. And so we have this book and in verse 26, Moses then says to the Levites, Take this book of the law and place it beside the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God. Wow. Well, here it's like he's granting the book authority and safekeeping because it's going to be placed right there alongside the Ark of the Covenant, that which contains the Ten Commandments, those two tablets that have God's law. And so here's the book of Deuteronomy, and it's being given this place of authority. And I can't help but think like this is the beginning of what we call the canon of Scripture, where it's then the bringing together of our Holy Bible, those 66 books, right? The 39 books of the Old Testament and the 27 books of the New Testament. And just think about the Word of God It was written over 1,500 years by over 40 different authors. It was written in a time of war and also of peace. It was written in three languages of Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek. And it it deals with so many controversial topics and subjects. There's history, there's poetry, There's prophecy and so much. And yet there is a unity to the Bible. There's a great drama of redemption that unfolds from Genesis to Revelation. And so we are to open then the word of God and we're to study it and we're to read it and we're to obey it. And so I just wanna encourage you as you're going through this living life devotion today, know that the Bible goes all the way back to even like what we see in our text when Moses wrote down this book, the book of Deuteronomy. And now we have all of the scripture. So let's be a people who then open the Bible and we look at it, we study it, and we want to then apply it to our lives and let's do that to god's glory and our joy so as we close our living life devotion and as we consider just Holy history we can see that in rebellion God still abides and when we look at verse 27 of our text it's here's Moses and he says I know how rebellious and stiff necked you are if you have been rebellious against the Lord while I am still alive and with you how much more will you rebel after I die I mean, we see this this depravity of humankind that we turn away from the Lord. We forsake him. And it's interesting in the New Testament, when Stephen was giving a defense for his faith, he brought out this text and he really just wanted to say to the people who were there ready to stone him, he said, "You, you received the law, but you did not keep it. And then when they heard that, they started to stone Stephen. I mean, we might not want to hear about our rebellion. We might not want to hear about our depravity, but it's part of our story. And we need God's amazing grace and his great work in our lives. Let's pray. Well, Heavenly Father, as we consider living life, lord we want to be mindful of the fact that you are our god and that father you are the hero in our story and we really need to trust you and we need to abandon outcomes to you and so lord we are so thankful that you are a god who is with us wherever we go and we thank you and we praise you for that great truth. In Christ's name, amen. A soul